previously on the mortal path. But it is 24 years later than it should be. What happened to Peleth? Oh, she got arrested. What? She used to... No. For what? Well, she killed someone. You looking for work? I mean, yeah. Like, right, I know that Miss Nerium has two jobs, and I'm assuming it's not the job that I... I'm assuming it's the oh, other no. job that you'd be looking for work. No, no, the other, you know. You want to talk here or you want to go somewhere a little bit more private? And I say to Avalia, we could start now if you like. gentlemen away from the general hubbub of the laughing cat and sort of towards the the stairs that lead to the upper rooms that seem to be a little bit more private than the general tavern i'm gonna thaumaturgy a door slam and then okay. as i do that i'll also go invisible and follow so the idea okay. is everyone looks around as the door slams nice make me a performance check okay 16. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. Everybody in the bar turns and looks at this door slamming and you hear a couple of people kind of going, Oi! So, door slams, everyone looks over, Nat goes invisible. Taro, you are sitting at the table suddenly by yourself. Huh. I, this happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, in that case, I will say that when we get to the top of the stairs, which is slightly more private, mm -hmm. I will turn to Avalia and I will say... Hands and knees. <laughs> wait, 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 Knees and toes. Knees and toes. Hold on, I need to clarify something with you very quickly about what you've written because I was under the impression that that had not happened. Oh no, but Peleth and Nerium have had long conversations about this. Yes, but that would be a surprise to Avalia, right? Because You've Probably. generally, like, been very much like... But I think I'm surprised that he would realistically be pleased by. Yeah. Uh, you <laughs> you immediately feel like you have the upper hand in this yeah. situation. Because Avalia all but, like, trips over his own feet and turns to look at you and he goes, well, I was going to ask what the hell you've been doing these 24 years, but I think I've got a bit of a better idea now. Nice to see you finally come round. Next time you speak, he'll be with my permission. <laughs> okay, we're going to fade to black at that point. Okay. I think we probably should. Cool. Great. I'm drinking a beer or something, and it's yep. great. I'm enjoying <laughs> yep. my, my beer. And that is following... <laughs> Nat yep. turns around. <laughs> the ultimate okay. Nat deterrent. That's, that's really... I'm very glad on your behalf, Nat. Okay. You hear all of that two-second conversation and do an about turn on the stairs. <laughs> uh, you head back into the general tavern. Taro is sitting there drinking a beer, looking not that bemused about being left alone. Didn't general tavern die in the rebellion? <sighs> oh my god. It's five minutes. I'm sorry. It's five minutes in. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Wow. And this yeah. has already happened. <laughs> okay. I would like to go to Nat and Tara right now. <laughs> let's, let's move away. <laughs> I, I'm, I'll, I'll, Nat's invisible. I'll do into the door slam and then okay. <laughs> I'll never come visible. Hi, Nat. <laughs> What's with the whole door thing? What's that about? Just didn't want anyone to see me. Yeah, big uh, mood. Change. I thought it'd be quite jarring. No pun intended. <laughs> well, you did a pun, though, is the thing. There was a pun there. Get it? Because the door, a door could be a jar. Yeah. So there was actually a pun. That's why I said so no pun intended. It's weird, it's weird that you said no pun intended because you did you did do a pun. I didn't intend to do the pun. Are you sure? I mean, I think we could debate this for a long time, but I've got a feeling the listeners won't enjoy it. We sh I haven't got any other <laughs> ideas of what to do. <laughs> what, what do you think about the... The Peleth situation. Uh, who is Peleth? Remind me. <laughs> oh, I've forgotten. As you say that, you see Jarrah 
uh, coming over and they are carrying a tray with a couple more plates and bowls on it and they put it down on the table and they kind of get a little closer and they lean in and they go prison what pellets the one in prison yes correct got him yeah uh pellets i don't think you you knew her though did you no no idea Right. Ah, uh, listen, we got off to a bit of a weird start this morning because I think we were trying to talk in, you know, different sort of ways and it wasn't really working out. So I'm going to... Um... Yeah, you were. <laughs> oh, Jara. Oh, Jara, good luck. So I'm just going to lay it out uh, for you. So hang- hanging around with Nerium, I'm assuming that you two are off... No, let's be very honest here. Off the thieving sort, not the... And they kind of motion to upstairs. Not those sorts. Oh, definitely not. Although you both could, to be honest. What's going on upstairs? Uh, you don't want to know, Taro. <laughs> okay. It's uh, one of the many services that we offer here at the Laughing Cat. Wonderful uh, place that it is. But I'm here to ask you if you are of the thieving sort. And if so, if you were looking for something to do. I was going to also talk to Nerim about this, but she has disappeared with Avalir and I do not want to know anything about that because I have heard many stories from Peleth and I just don't want to think about any about that. I've done a bit of thieving. All right, good start. And you? Uh, from time to time. I wouldn't say it was my main gig. Well, what is your main gig? I don't. I haven't worked that out yet. <laughs> Undecided. Well, surely by default, this would be then your main gig until you've got something else. No, I don't think so. They're just all side gigs until you, you know... Really pick a major or whatever. Right. He, he's a he's a he's a jacketh of all trades. <laughs> well, you know, this type of job might need something like that. And you two are two very good-looking people, respectable people, at least looks-wise, if not attitude-wise. You mate there, but uh... has fashion changed in the past <laughs> twenty-four years? Because if so, I'm ready for it. I mean, I don't know what the fuck you're wearing, but nah, it looks well-made. This is a disaster. I've prided myself on being ahead of the times, and now I'm the <laughs> times. This is awful. Uh, I think you'll always be out of the times, Tara. I do want to specify, I have never seen anyone wearing anything like what you're wearing right now, but it looks like it's avant-garde. Okay. That was where I was trying to go with that, is that I've never seen anything like it, but you don't look like it's all that you had, because it looks so weird that it looks like you have chosen every element of it, you know? That's true, yeah. Right, right. Okay, so we're on the same track here. So I have a couple of jobs that need doing, but I've got one in particular that I really do need doing. And I was wondering if you and also Nerium, I assume you'll tell her when she comes down, would be interested. I want to swap a piece in the house. Do you know what the house is? No. Right. Opera house in the upper district amazing gorgeous place never been myself wouldn't let me in uh there is a opera coming to town and there is a very special necklace and the entire time they're speaking their their voice is very very low and you can tell that the table that nerium has like actually brought you over to is definitely one where the acoustics of the room mean it would be very difficult to eavesdrop on this table you would have to be incredibly close to the table to hear anything that they are saying I've got a client who wants the necklace, which is one of the starring pieces of the opera. It turns out it's some old Tundraska relic or something. And so buyer is interested. Pardon me. Add a few too many. That new guy absolutely makes me nervous. Great guy, but he does make me a bit nervous. Uh, Just keeps dropping a lot of things when he gets nervous. It makes me more nervous. Anyway, so he's looking to have that necklace, but he wants to keep it all on the down low. So he wants to do a swap. You following? Yes. I catch your drift, yeah. Right, so, interested buyer, very handsome pay. I will, of course, be taking a cut because my fucking god Melvin left us with some debts here and I've got to take on anything that's going to pay us in order Uh-oh. to not have the fucking cat repossessed. So, <laughs> the, the it what? is currently... Laughing, laughing cat. <laughs> laughing cat. The the fucking... What did you just say? Well, sometimes people call it the fucking cat. Depends what you're here for. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> is that like a comedy night? thing is that is that how this works <laughs> some people are laughing that is <laughs> that is true so this necklace it's currently on display in an art house in the upper center 
I don't know exactly which one because like I said I can't get close to there won't let me in but there's only about two or three of them I think and it's on open display for all the lords and ladies and nobles and all of that so the client has got a fake client wants to do a switch very ash ash doesn't want anyone to know it's actually gone missing wants the relic back and some pay need two people two or three people Nerium's probably knows the area better but I don't know if you'll get in there Maybe she will. But uh, two people go in there, swap the necklace, bring it back. I'll give you a very handsome cut. And uh, job done. It seems easy enough. Uh, yeah, sounds straightforward. What's the catch? General area, gated area, everly guarded. Everyone knows who everyone is. We can get around that. Well, I was hoping you could. Guards? By the buttload. So many fucking guards. But so many guards, I think they're probably not going to be guarding it very well. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. once you get in, you're fine, but it's getting in that's going to be the tough part. I think we'll be all right. We've probably done tougher things. I think so. Well, I don't know. Like what? We broke into a uh, library. Don't, it was don't. a very secure library. Yeah, yeah, that one. That's fine. All right. Keep your secrets. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the secret is. <laughs> whatever, whatever... Natia was trying to not have you say you keep your secrets maybe you'll tell me one day sounds like a fun tale I have no idea what that was so weirdly I think I believe you and that is even more interesting so got a bit of a deadline four days from now is when we want to be making that trade uh I do have the fake on standby so when you're ready to pick up the fake I'll hand it over can I see the fake now just see it don't need to take it yeah, absolutely. And they kind of like push back from the table and say, I've really actually been needing a bit of a hand over in the uh, in this storeroom. So if you wouldn't mind following me, be very grateful. Of course. And uh, both of you or? Yeah, I'll come along. Okay. So Jarrah leads you um, down past the bar and down this kind of like ramp that leads down into the basement, which is full of kind of, you know, barrels and extra kind of like linens that are all bundled up that have been washed and clearly would get put out on the upstairs rooms and x y and z and they lead you through uh what is clearly a kind of like not quite like a secret passage but they go to a place where there's kind of like the more expensive items so like the nicer wines or meads and they kind of like look around and then they reach behind this particularly ancient looking barrel and pull a little lever and this like little door creaks open uh, from the side of the wall this like little hidden door and they lead you in and it is a room that is filled with like metal boxes all with locks on and they pull out a um, big kind of like jangly bit of keys and they're kind of like sorting through the keys until they find the right one they open the box and they open it and there is this necklace that looks like it's strung with silver wire these beads that are blue and white little bits of orange in there what kind of almost look like cogs or or wheels or this kind of strange hmm. metal and actually both of you roll me intelligence checks please okie doke actually nah i keep forgetting you have keen minds so you remember like everything i do so well i remember everything like for a month which is practically the entire length of the show oh yes i got 15 <laughs> you got 15 okay yeah so you both immediately recognize some of these bits of metal that are woven in past the cogs and gears because it's the strange kind of metal that was the blades off the two sides oh. that eusebius had this very oh, wow. kind of strange metal that feels in the sides magical but here it's not i the scythe i'm kind of probably still holding yeah, I mean, you can change how it looks, so maybe you've kind of okay. like. I think we did like a travel size scythe. I think I remember that sequence. That was you something made it, like, that small. happened. Yeah, Tra travel size. It unfolds like like Ruby's scythe in in Ruby. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so it's got these these same little bits of metal in it. This is a very interesting piece. Uh, may I ask its provenance? Oh, I don't know what that word means. Where did it come from? <laughs> oh well. This is a replica from Tundraska, so I think that the the bits of metal in it are Tundraska metal, but the rest it's just kind of glass beads. Ah, from the famous metal trees. I've got no idea what... There's no such thing as a metal tree. That's ridiculous. I think that does sound weird, but I think it's somewhere north. It's cold, I think. Oh, but I think it was a long time ago. When you say north, what do you <laughs> no, 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 no. 
<laughs> I heard that and I was like, no, this is I'm not falling for the trap. <laughs> Which north? Exactly. The north that's away from here. <laughs> In every direction. Away from yep. here. North just means not from here. I mean, In our technically it is in every direction because it'll be the equator yeah. will be in all directions yeah. from where yeah. we are. Except space. Anyway, this one's the fake. Interesting. I, I take a look at it. I examine it. Mm -hmm. Pick it up. Just, okay. Relatively well made. You can tell immediately um, from the weight and feel of bits of it that most of it is actually going to be like plaster. Um, or glass that's then covered and painted to to look like real from a couple of feet away, but up close, yeah, I mean, it's it's not it's not real. I lodge the details in my keen mind. Okay, Ooh. details lodge. Duh. They call me the detail lodger. Okay. <laughs> Who calls you that? That's not what they call you now. <laughs> Folks, <laughs> my bros, the professors. Okay, all right. Okay, so. Jarrah kind of like looks over to you two and then like they gesture to the other boxes and they go got a fair amount of jobs if you're interested and you pull this one off are they all replicas what in all the boxes no it's not all jewelry it's all different stuff just keep them all in the boxes for safekeeping interesting do all your jobs involve swapping things no then what's in the box well in this one it's there's a fake necklace what's in the box okay I'm not telling you what's in the other ones. It's confidential. I'd lose all my credibility if I started telling people what was in the other boxes. Maybe you'll find out. That's very mysterious of you. I'm a fucking criminal. To be fair, Tyra, we are mysterious people ourselves. We're not that mysterious. You're a fucking mystery to me, mate. I'll tell you that. Shall we uh, retire upstairs? I want to um, practice something in our room. Not like that. <laughs> Friends and Ariums, not asking any questions, not making any judgments. Nat is no good at jokes. All right, not making any judgments or, or anything, but you don't need to protest. This is a free tavern. I ain't making any judgments. It's not free. The beer is quite expensive, actually. <laughs> Taro. Speaking of, you can carry the barrel back up that I need. Very kind of you to volunteer. I'll be honest, I really can't. <laughs> yeah, he's not kidding. <laughs> They kind of like look over you and go, well, you can provide helpful direction for Nat then. <laughs> Great. That's what I normally do. <laughs> that does not surprise me either, but still not judging. And they like put the necklace back in the box, mm -hmm. close it, lock it, put it all away, put the keys away, usher you out, close the door again. Um, you do get a little residual like magic from the door. A little bit of like abjuration, Ooh. like guarding magic oh. from it, both of you little something that maybe says that although it looks relatively easy to break into from what you've just seen it might not actually be that easy and as they point out the barrels that they need and lead you back upstairs with them yeah definitely not enough time has passed but we're gonna skip over the next like i don't know how long narium's gonna take with avalir but the next however long i'm gonna um test out spells Oh, okay, cool. Um, so basically, <laughs> I want to get around the, uh, the the rolling of the d20. <laughs> okay. Um, so right. Nat is actually this time like taking the time. She's like, she's got new spells, and so mm -hmm. she's methodically like testing them out and experimenting uh, with okay. the cantrips with the cantrips. Okay. And uh, one particular um, first level spell. Any uh, leveled spells mark off a spell slot, and that will say that you've managed to get them working cool. that that time. Both my slots for today. Where is Nat doing this? In the room. In our room. In Melvin's room. Melvin's room. I I'm assuming that's not where Nerium. Hell no. Are you going to go up there as well, Tara, or are you going to stay downstairs? I think I'll be there when Nat starts doing the magic, and then I'm like, well, fuck this, I'm out. I don't. <laughs> okay. I want nothing to do with this. <laughs> fuck this shit up. No. Okay. Uh, so, you head back downstairs... Tavern's still in full swing, Findex running around, Jara serving drinks. Seems actually quite nice, happy. People are having a good time. Yeah, I'm going to go for a walk. Okay, outside of the tavern? Yeah. <laughs> Where are you heading? I'll go and scope out the, the opera place or whatever it was. <laughs> okay. Is that the, the place we've been instructed to break into? <laughs> yeah. Um, so you start walking through Hopewell and you start kind of getting to the nicer areas. 
and the first thing that you notice is that there is a increased guard presence so when you start kind of getting to the nicer areas you see maybe like a guard or two on the street corners and then you start seeing patrols and then you get to a part of hopewell that is surrounded by genuinely like a huge wall pretty much it is like 15 foot high it's beautifully made all gorgeous decorative stonework there's a big like gate and it is incredibly heavily guarded in fact there are guards walking along like the top of the walls as well and do you walk like round it you want to like take a perimeter off it yeah i want to like get an idea of like what this is what's behind this wall because i didn't know there was a wall here yeah, so you start walking around it, and from like the little bits that you can see from various gates, it looks like there is a whole other city within Hopewell, and it is one of just kind of beautiful buildings, and there seems to be like a really big park, and you like you're walking, and it's like a quite a long walk to even get around half of this this wall. It seems to be like a big gated community, and from the houses you can see, and from the glimpses of people that you can see within it, it looks like this is probably the richest area. And surrounding it seems to be the kind of like financial parliamentary type district. You see buildings that look like they're kind of for governments you see a courthouse you see things like that and they're all kind of around it but inside this walled area seems to be mostly houses maybe a couple of buildings that are for like leisure and things like that so like an opera house or something a gallery you can kind of see buildings that look like they're not houses per se but it is very 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 closed off huh is it entirely surrounded by the other town narium i think there would be a point where you found yourself on the outskirts of Hopewell, but not on the outskirts of the upper levels. Okay, so there's a bit where the upper levels Yeah, go because out. it's worth bearing in mind that some of the properties within the upper levels are going to have quite a lot of land around them. Yeah. And the wall will be in various states of repair the further out you get, but, and you will notice that some of the guards at some of the gates will have different liveries as if they belong to households, but it will still be guarded all the way around. I think I'd like to have a look at, like, the entrances that are on the other side like the ones that don't border on the town the lower levels or whatever the ones that border on something else i guess so i guess i'm walking out of the town for a bit that's a couple of hours walk at least yeah why not i'll spend the afternoon going for a walk okay it is evening at this point you spent the whole day in the library i think i can see in the dark you do you have dark vision you've got no issue seeing in the dark yeah why not you keep walking as you head out you head into again this kind of like hilly almost like you know english idyllic type pasture grassland type things with like little hills you can see some kind of like mountainy bits in the distance um trees and forests it's worth bearing in mind there probably isn't a road alongside the wall once you get outside the town Mm. there'll be like fields and stuff around it and hedges and bits of woodland and things before to dissuade people from doing what you're doing are there like so is this a thing where there are walls around the lower city or is it just the lowest the lower town is open wide and just like kind of globbed on the side of the upper city i think if there are walls in the lower city they've long since fallen into disrepair there might be old ruins of it but the lower city or the main part of the city has expanded and grown and grown and grown okay cool so you start getting into like like countryside and actually starts getting quite difficult to walk around this wall which is still pretty heavily guarded but you have spotted a couple of gates again with these people in different liver what was that word liveries liveries uh i know what that word means but i didn't know how to say it before (laughs) um you do see these people that are in different liveries and you get the feeling that they are like privately owned police forces rather than any actual sort of town guards the main town guards seem to be within the city and these are kind of like the you know big bouncers that are that are still keeping good watch we go to a fantasy world and there's still pmcs (laughs) the pfs i know that you all hate them so that's why i keep putting them everywhere and then you're like now we've got enemies (laughs) you know eat the rich is this the type of thing where i see like multiple entrances with different guards on them on the on the kind of like less less towny side yeah definitely because there's also got to be a sort of supply and demand chain of goods and people going in and out and because it's so big it would be very inconvenient but yes inefficient inconvenient to only have like a couple of main gates because then people who are like at the back end of the upper levels would have to go a very long way to get to a gate so there are quite 
a lot of gates. There's, there's a lot of entrance points, and that seems to be also why they are so heavily guarded. It's definitely something that, like, they know there's a fair few gates here, and that's why there's people on every single door. So... My hunch here is that rich people don't like walking through the lower town because that's where poor people are. Yep. So I'm going to sort of find somewhere in the dark to sit and try and stake out one of these entrances and see who's coming and going. Okay. Is this one that's in the low lanes or one that's in like the the middle part of the city, like the kind of like general part of the city? Because the low lanes is like quite the poor district and area. And then you've got like a middle part. In fact, let me draw a little... I think I've misunderstood something somewhere along no, the I way. Th- no, no, no. I don't think you have. I have I've drawn this and then I've realized that it looks... Well, I'm sure someone will laugh, but... Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. Okay. So you've got the upper center well it's like a flower yeah like yeah a violet. exactly so you've got the upper thing here and then here are the low lanes and then you've got like general well proper and then this is all like the fields and grasslands around it so so you can like do a perimeter type thing and you'll come back into the city there's no gates or walls really here that's why they're all dotty lines and then this one has like a proper wall yeah mm. that is i was understanding correctly um yeah so so you were right i i was just trying to i couldn't put it in words but you were right yeah yeah so it's it's on the side that is not bordered by the towns because i think rich people don't want to go through the towns okay the low cool. levels and the general hope well well they do sometimes come into the center because that's where the pump house is and that's quite a social center but they do have mini pump houses they do i'm camping out i'm not camping out i'm hiding in a bush or something okay make me make me a stealth check with advantage because it's dark and they're not expecting someone to be sitting in a bush i have my magic my magic cloak of good you've got your cloak oh man you're camoing it you are i'm thinking lord of the rings cloaks of, of uh, galadriel but i'm sure you're not thinking about that it's my stealth camera i'm thinking of stealth camera metal gear solid that's what i'm thinking of okay 13 13 okay um you're pretty sure no one spotted you certainly no one is coming over and talking to you and make me a perception check please nice 14 14 okay it is nighttime. It's about, at this point, half 10, 11 p.m. at night. There's not a whole lot of traffic, but you do see a couple of carriages that go into the city, uh, well, into the upper center, upper levels. Um, You do see that the carriages are being checked quite thoroughly when they come in. Two seem to have food, provisions, wares. Uh, One is more where, you know, you've got like two people in the back and a rider and they are greeted and you can kind of, you're you're not close enough to kind of hear exactly what people are saying, but they're greeted relatively warmly. The guards seem to know them, but there's still a check. They still check. And there's even like a check under the carriage. There's a check on the top of the carriage and then they're let through. And you do see a couple of empty carts and wagons go out. Again, they are checked and you see... Yeah, you see another carriage that looks like it's got people in the back. And again, they're greeted warmly and they are kind of like riding off on like a pretty little road out somewhere away from Hopewell. Make me a perception check again. See if you can catch any of what they're saying. I will. Ten. Mm, Mumbling, but you get the impression that that's probably at least a noble couple, if not a noble family who are going somewhere on a holiday or something like that. That seems to be the general tone of the conversation. Greetings, friends. I hope you've had a right lovely bit of festivulation and have greeted the year renewed and refreshed. Right, let's get stuck in. iTunes review. We will thank you. Tumble and tweet shows us your sweet. Orion and transcribers. Top quality MacGyvers. Unfortunately, I can't rhyme the rest. Sorry for the accent. I've done my best. Announcement. Announcement! Announcement! The Mortal Path has now become an affiliate of thesecretcatshop.co.uk. These lovely folks sell dice, pins, shirts, and other accessories. They have loads of original designs and created the D&D class pins. By the light of all the gods, these are wonderful, and you should check out what they've got on offer. My find for the day, Minotaur Barmen Miniatures. It behooves you to take a look. 
Use our code THEMODELPATH10 for 10% off all your purchases. That's a capital T, capital M, and a capital P in THEMODELPATH10. All one word. In conjunction with our new feline friends, we have got a giveaway for you fine folks. Seven spectacular polyhedrals, the handsome wizard dice set, for one of you magically charming blood chuggers. In addition, you get a special congratulatory recorded message from a character of your choice in the show. To enter, create any piece of media, art, music, playlist, knitted doll, custom glasses, personalized cane, diorama, anything you like. Post your creation publicly with the hashtag the mortal path, being sure to tag at ping or otherwise notify an official account. Once an official account has interacted with your piece of media, you are entered into the competition. If you want to make really certain, email themortalpath at gmail.com. This competition runs from 8th Jan 2020 to 14th Feb 2020, the most sacred day of Valen. You can enter multiple times with each piece being treated as a standalone entry, but if you state that they are linked, we'll consider them as a single entry. These rules will be in writing on our website. That concludes this intermission. Please enjoy the show. Are any of the characters like... Do they have, like, logos on or whatever? I mean, we were back to the old <laughs> logos, but like a banner or a flag of a house or something, because the guards do, don't Insignia, they? Insignia, crests. Right, their livery. Some of them definitely have, you know, either crests or some banners. Some of them look like they're maybe a little bit more... Um, like the one that's going away on like a holiday, that one's actually quite like toned down. And you get the feeling just from watching that probably when you're coming into Hopewell, you'll put your colours on and then when you're leaving it, you'll take them down so as not to broadcast the fact that you're a filthy rich noble from Hopewell on the open road. Got it, got mm-hmm. it. Are they all the same? No. You can you spot about three different families, you think, from the marks that are on the caverns that are coming in with goods and foods from various farmers um, and then the two coaches that you see carrying people are two different ones can i make a note of their crests somewhere yes absolutely cool you don't know really what they mean you don't know the nobles in hopewell but you've got three crests noted no but i'm gonna find out eventually that's why i'm, I'm making Smart. notes see. i'm using using my old thinker very good first time for everything hey tara has done several successful <laughs> the backstory that is true the, the canon dictates that tara is a, is a schemer and a con very true especially in these situations so you're in your element exactly. here uh-huh. this is this is it mm-hmm. i'm trying to think of what else i want to know is there any like paperwork being checked what was your first role 14 you definitely hear some paperwork you think it's mostly probably inventories for the farmers and the tradesmen coming in and out rather than um, necessarily, if if they are checking paperwork for the nobles, it's not like reams of paper. It's probably something much more quiet, like showing a single piece of paper or a badge or something of that nature. But there seems to be some inventory checking for things that are coming in and out. Okay, so there are like, yeah, farmers and such who are carrying yeah. in things. Okay, Yeah, cool. and you do also see that like the produce that they're carrying in, from what you can see, it looks like it's the good shit, basically. Sounds good. Sounds good. Because I guess, like, if you're a farmer or a merchant or whatever, and you're going into the real posh district, you're probably going to be, like, a base level of posh there. Yeah, and you also get the feeling that the best of the crops are sold first in the upper centre, uh, sorry, in the upper levels, and then what is left over makes its way into the lower lanes and sort of the, the general area of Hopewell. Cool. I think I've, I've gathered the information I require. Okay, cool. Good job. Head back to the city. Yeah, I gotta re- go back. Go back to the to the funny cat, whatever it's called. Okay, you <laughs> head back to the funny cat. Nat has been practicing spells. Mm-hmm. Narium has mm-hmm. been having probably a, a well. I don't know if it's fun for Narium. Avalia is very into it. Narium's professional. I am professional. Yes. Um, I would suggest rather than necessarily role playing through this, we, we will not dice rolls. We don't even need to do that, buddy. You are... No, no, I mean, because I'm asking him questions and I want to know whether I get answers. Oh, during... Oh, okay. All right. That's the trade. That is the trade. That's the whole thing. Okay, sure. What are you asking? 
Um, I want to know if he has any clues about who might have wanted harm to wished harm to Pella. Okay. What role would you like to make here? <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> Slight of hand? <laughs> 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 More like, do you want to make a constitution check or a performance check or a persuasion <laughs> check or an intimidation check? I'm not great on charisma, but I do have decks. <laughs> okay. I will I will allow Ace. <laughs> Gary's leaving. Gary and Ed have both left, Kitty. They've both just left. <laughs> well, Ed's back. I think maybe he should hear this. So, you know, just to really torture the poor boy. <laughs> oh, no, he can listen to it on the thing. Um, that was a... You can make that sleight of hand check with advantage. Excellent. <laughs> oh, that's a nat 20. <laughs> okay, well, alright. Wow. I'm good at my job. <laughs> you are very good at your job. You also very much have the feeling that this is something uh, that Avalia has wanted for a very long time. And yeah, is... I'm aware. Yep, very glad to be getting it. So, literally. Right, so what was your question? Who does he know of who might have wished harm to Pele that he thinks might have been involved in conspiring against her. Avalia tells you Pelleth did it and Avalia testified at her trial because the evidence that was presented, one of the key pieces of evidence, he was he he linked her to it because it was hers. And what was it? Uh it was a tarot card. And you know that Pelleth, as well as providing all sorts of entertainments, also did tarot readings and fortune tellings and had has had a very extensive collection of beautiful tarot cards from all over Alfarlan. And he knows this one was hers. He testified at court that it was hers. I will just say very quickly, Narium, with your Nat 20, mm. Avalia has also uh, boasted a couple of things. Things that you mm-hmm. also learn is that Avalia, in his mind, has definitely moved up in the world. He has, He's always had aspirations of being kind of like the criminal underground ruler of Hopewell, mm. X, Y, and Z. Mm. He seems very confident in the fact that he is getting somewhere and he is he is kind of like making steps in that direction. He also mentions a little bit about trying uh, to uh, set up communications with a Sindarian gang and kind of, you know, talks a little bit of kind of you know blag about how this is one of you know the the most you know dangerous uh gangs out there and that he's you know got a special invitation because of work that he's been doing if he'd said that then i'd want the name of the gang Ooh. and i i can do another role or whatever it's the backstreet boys <laughs> it is the backstreet boys congrats they're back thank you all right okay yeah roll me another we'll save for this one persuasion check <laughs> Or intimidation. With advantage. Scarium. Persuasion. With advantage. Natural 20 and 12. My god. I've got another natural 20. Tell me everything. He says it's the dozen. You have never heard of them. Excellent. I say, I hope you can count that high. (laughs) Okay, Ah! alright, okay. It's the Pokemon Gozen. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Uh, make me an insight check, but with disadvantage. Seven. I nearly said Avalier is slippery, but let's not go there. <laughs> uh, Avalier is not one for telling the truth and is good at his job by keeping mm. cool under pressure. You're mm. not entirely, even with your nat he seems happy to talk. You're not entirely sure of the uh, truth to his answers, but you haven't got enough to really be like, no, you're lying. There's just a general sense that you don't know how much you can trust Avalia, even in whatever worked up state he may be in. But I do know that he's one of the people who helped put her away. You do know that. I do know that now. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I think, unfortunately for Avalia, he may find that I leave a little bit earlier than he wanted me to. (laughs) Okay. All right. And when I see that there's no one downstairs, I mean, the key is within reach. Okay. But, uh, you know, he's going to have to do some work to get there. (laughs) Okay. Good to know. And when I realize that there's no one downstairs, I'll just go back to our room. Okay. When you get back to your room, Nat is there with, uh, with your book of shadows, Nat, or are you just... That is correct. My book of shadows. And, uh, how, how much time has passed? Nerium. (laughs) God. 45 minutes. Okay, I'll be, um, 
I'll I'll be uh, I'll, I'll have reached my um, limit and be uh, right. relaxing. <laughs> okay. Very angry. I sit down on the bed with my angry face. Matt, what do you know about the dozen? Why why do you ask? Cuz Avalier's talking to them. They are dangerous people. Some of the most dangerous people in Sindarian. No, it's the, the most dangerous people in Sindarian. Oh. They're uh, n- notorious in their ruthlessness and their abilities. Hmm. That's interesting. Avalia also testified at Peleth's trial and was one of the people who got her sentenced, condemned. Huh. Yeah. Do you think we'll be able to get any use out of Avalia in reversing that? Or should we uh, prevent any further problems? I feel like he may have reached the end of his use for us, certainly, and I'm very cross with him. (laughs) Where is he now? Um, probably another half a foot away from the key, (laughs) and then he's going to have to pick it up with his teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, his position is rather compromised. Uh, yeah. Well, I suggest we um we uh delay his reunion with the key indefinitely. I don't know. Everyone saw me go upstairs with him, and he's got a lot of friends in this building. Does he have enemies? Kind of the same thing, really, when you're Avalia. But you've got to tread carefully because I'm concerned that if we remove Avalia from the equation at this stage. That's going to make a lot of people pay attention to us. I think what we want is something equivalent to carriage accident randomly on the street in a couple of days' time. I feel he may be of use to me. Oh, that's fine. You have him. I I need to send a message. Oh, I see. I mean, I don't, but like, I like the way this is going. So as long as you don't find him um, permanently compromised. Absolutely not. Very well. Do you know where he lives? No, I uh, no, I don't. But I know he c- he'll come back here, and uh, he might quite possibly come back here, keen to see me again. Okay. Well, when that happens, if I'm not here, give me a a ring. I will. I will. <laughs> and then once you've, uh... I'll buzz you on the uh, brainy old WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's now just called the WhatsApp. I love that. <laughs> We're going to get sued. Yeah, you're right. They're listening. <laughs> I don't think we are. They're listening to everything we say. Waiting for that sweet, sweet Sue money from us. Yeah. <laughs> and you can, well, decline him or do whatever you do with him. And then when he leaves, I'll make sure he doesn't return home. Nat, you are a good friend. And I'm very glad that we're on the same side. So am I, Mary. And if you don't mind, I'm... Um... I'm going to get some sleep. Did I blank out for a minute, or is Nat going to murder someone? Yeah. <laughs> that seems to be the the what I'm picking up from this. Yes! Dang. Please kill him. I don't like him. I'll help if I can, but I'm happy <laughs> to just have it done. Just get it sorted. <laughs> yep. Can I just say, actually, we were really good there because we didn't go straight back in and like do something that was going to cause problems later on. That was like strategy. Yeah. Well I'm done. I'm fucking proud of us. We're learning. You are. I will cause problems <laughs> by accident. On purpose. <laughs> exactly. Uh, speaking of, <laughs> Taro does arrive back a couple of hours later, but I'm guessing you're all, you're all asleep, so... Yeah, I guess everyone's in bed. Time for bed, I guess. I am doing my little curled up dormouse impression. Uh, presumably at some point in the evening, Findex sort of taps gently on the door and says... Hello, I finished my shift. Findex actually has been offered his own room. The fuck? Because what? he's working there. <laughs> Good, he's working I should there. hope so. I didn't get a room for fucking months when I started work yeah you're not good enough i don't have findex's way with crepes that is true that's very true i had a fucking airing cupboard well findex wouldn't fit in one of those so that's also your true. whole stand-up <laughs> comedy bit 
just doesn't cut the mustard when it comes to making money. <laughs> well, you also get the feeling that some of the people who used to live permanently in the Laughing Cat are no longer there. And there's probably some rooms. Oh, that's true. Going going up for now. So uh, Findex does have his his own room now. But you all take a long rest. Yep. 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 Mark your sheets if you need to. I, I don't think anything, anybody. So. No, I think Nat spells spent some spells. Spells, 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 spells. some spells, spots. <laughs> you will wake up the next morning. What are you doing with your day? Oh, Neri. Oh. I forgot to mention last night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Taro and I have been uh, contracted for a job. What kind of job? Uh, a switch job. Oh. There's a, a certain uh, necklace. God, I had no idea. Oh, necklace switching. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay. Tara walks back into the room carrying like a cork board with bits of paper on it and, <laughs> and string. Yeah, okay. Uh yes, so there's a certain um necklace, a very expensive one, a very uh, rare one being held in an opera house at the moment. Uh there is a replica downstairs and uh Jira? Do you mean Jara? Jara. Sorry. Jira. And J- <laughs> I've been Our using it today. Jira. I, I, yeah. I was on Jira today. I use Jira every day, man. I gotta fucking smash through those tickets, you know? You know what it is? All about that ticket workflow. Drag it, ready, close the ticket. Bam, ship it. Um, All I do is release. Okay. okay. Continuous delivery, baby. <laughs> okay. He's smart and agile. <laughs> like a cat. Okay. Jira. Yeah, Jara gave us this job. They've got this necklace downstairs. We swap it, get money. When you say opera house, do you mean the house in the upper levels? Yes, yes. Yes. But I don't think it's necessarily on display there at the moment. It might be display somewhere else. On the gallery, right? A a gallery in the upper levels. So we've got to get through the gates. Yes. Ah, but that'll be uh, no problem. After all, we've come up with a plan. Good. Why don't you tell me what that is? I can... um, I can make one or more of us fly, invisible, and uh, I've... I-, I took a leaf out of both of your books, and I can now disguise myself. Taro, at this point, just, like, pushes the board with a load of notes on it behind a chair. Just like, okay, all right, <laughs> that plan works too. That's also a good plan. Oh, no, this is just the bit from BMX Bandit and Angel Summoner. <laughs> oh, my That's... God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Ha ha. Ha ha ha. Chuckle, chuckle. Ha ha ha. I get the joke. <laughs> Same. <laughs> oh god, you broke you be again. I had a plan, but it, I guess it won't. I guess we don't need it. Since I ride in. <laughs> since, since that can fly into an invisible. Alright. And, uh, you know, we'll do that. We'll do it your way now. That sounds good. That was a little bit in character, but also not in character. Um, on the subject of disguises, it's worth bearing in mind, I don't think Findex necessarily wants to spend the rest of his life pretending to be Discount Captain Mayhem. At what point do we um, introduce Jarrah to the fact that the um, half-elf elf that they've employed is um, actually a, a seven-foot lizard? Well, I think that's Findex's business. Mm, I feel like Findex might want coaching through that. Emotional support, at the very least. I think the mask is quite cosy. Well, why don't we talk to Findex about it? We have to do Nat's plan. There's like a there's a deadline on this. We've got we've got four days. All right, if you want to burn our lead time, that's fine. <laughs> we don't even know where the necklace is, really. Do we know where Findex is? Probably in the kitchen, I would guess. Do you get Saturdays off here? Is it Saturday? What day is it? Depends on your shift. Uh, right, I'm going to go downstairs and see where Findex is. Findex is in the kitchen. Morning. Oh, uh, good good morning. How, how, how are you? I'm better for a night's sleep. You have slept, haven't you, Findex? Very, very well, actually. Where? Oh, um, I got given one of the rooms upstairs. Oh. Yeah, it's got, like, it's got nice, like, um, like, curtains, things. It's but, got like, a window? No, but no, it, but it's got like curtains <laughs> attached to the walls in like oh. nice colours, and you know that immediately that Findex is describing Peleth's room. Oh, and it's got like it's got like some tables that are yeah. That one of them has a button, and you press it, and it like makes the whole table rattle. 
Yeah. It's like yeah, hidden. There's a, there's a loose floorboard under the bed as well. You want to maybe not look under there. Why? What's under there? Some things. Okay. I'm, I'm glad that you're settling in, Findex. On that note, I just want you to know that at the point where you're ready, if you feel that it's something you want to do, to maybe not wear a mask for the rest of your life, I am here to emotionally support you through that transition. Oh. Okay, that's very kind and also very overwhelming because it's like seven in the morning and I'm st- I'm yeah. still kind of sleepy and that's just a lot to think about right now. I don't want to. I do, It's very. I keep seeing. There's a lot of mirrors in that room as well, and I keep seeing yeah. the uh, mayhem and and that kind of. You know, I I got a fright. I woke up in the night and I saw mayhem and I was like, ah, you know. I don't know yeah, if you heard because it was quite loud actually. Um, but. Yeah. Uh, so... no, no, that room's quite soundproof, you're fine. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's very useful. I, I do kind of yell quite a lot sometimes. I get frights. But anyway, I don't really want to look like this forever, but I mean... No. But there aren't other people like me here, and I don't want everyone to always be looking at me either. Well, I think it's worth bearing in mind that a lot of the regulars at the Cat are a bit like a family, in that they don't have any other sort of home. So, eventually, you'll probably feel comfortable enough with enough people that you won't really be a centre of attention just for how you look. But it's up to you when you're ready to do that. Okay. But also, Tarot did give me the mask and I don't want to just not use it. It was a very kind gift. I know that he liked it a lot. Yeah, it was. He likes you a lot. It's nice to have a good friend. Good. Well, you got more than one. I do. Thank you. I've made crepes. Oh, yeah, crepes. I'm going to write down that apricot tart recipe for you at some point. I still don't know what an apricot is, but thank you. No, but don't worry. I will. You, They're not actually that uncommon around here. You'll okay. find them pr- fairly easily. Okay, that's I great. I should think after 24 years, the apricot tree that I had in my back garden has probably died. Because Alison didn't strike me as the sort of person who keep it going. But you'll be able to buy them elsewhere. Okay. 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 So Findex will serve uh, breakfast up. Uh, you do know, Nerium, just from what you know about uh, Hopewell and, and so on and so forth. And also just very quickly, Nat, what you know of magic is that you you cannot cast both fly and invisibility at the same time. Oh, it's, shit. It's one or the other. They're both, con- uh-huh. both concentration spells. Uh, and also that it's all very... You, you do also know, Nerium, that it's all very well getting into there but then you still have to blag your way oh, there guards everywhere on the inside yeah so you still got to keep blagging your your way findex serves breakfast what are you guys doing today tara what what was on that cork board uh, it doesn't doesn't matter let's do your thing it's fine but no it'll be we'd have to wait a couple of hours well i, I can't i've just remembered i can't be both invisible and flying at the same time <laughs> oh okay then all right Pulls the court ball back out. Let's go. There's a map. There's all sorts of shit. It's great. There's like various diagrams of various houses with like question marks on them. It's great. It's all. It's what you want from a from a thing. Aww. Is it a little like Pepe Sylvia, or is it not quite? Yeah. That? Okay. It's... it's it's a little Pepe Sylvia, a little bit Tumblr mood board. <laughs> okay. Yes. Very good. This is the vibe for our for our operation. Tarot's Pinterest. Have you drawn like the crests? Yeah. There's definitely the there's definitely the crests drawn. So, so the plan is, right, there are various gates around here where the rich people seem to have their own kind of passageways in and out. And uh, it looks like each one belongs to a certain family. So, for example, here are some family crests. I thought it might be a good idea if we find out the names of one of these families and perhaps a few few names of the people who, who are important there, then either we pretend to be visitors of some kind or, more fun perhaps, we ambush a cart on the way in, steal it, and then just pretend we're just merchants coming in to sell some wares. And then we're in. Jobs are good in. Interesting. So do they all come in carts and carriages? Looks like it. I reckon we might. there's probably some foot traffic coming in through the... It, it's feasible that like I would have seen some of that on the way around, right? Given that's kind of what I was looking for, yeah. Definitely, yeah. Do you know what there would be? There'd be sedan chairs. What is that? Sedan chairs are a curtained box chair that are carried at the front and back by a servant. Oh, that thing. Yeah. You do also know, Nerium, that 
a fair few uh, of the nobles who want to leave the upper levels and get into the lower lanes, for example, for things that they might not be able to find in the upper level, <laughs> um, will definitely have like unmarked carriages and sort of, you know, yeah. some ways and means of, of getting in and out, if if not silently and invisibly, at least kind of much more subtly. So at least people, discreetly. discreetly, people wouldn't necessarily know which noble was in that cart or sedan. I relay some of that information and I guess Nerim also relays some of that information. Yeah. Well, we should probably find the location of the necklace so we can better plan and get an idea of what it's like inside there. I wonder if we'll be able to find that out until we get in there. Because it's not like people around here are going to know about some necklace in some gallery in the rich part. Well, I could I could make you invisible or go invisible myself. We could go in, try and find it, and so long as we're in and out in an hour, we could scout. I've got a suggestion, and it is only a suggestion, but there is somebody in the upper levels that I would like to speak to. And he knows my name when I shouldn't think anybody else after 24 years and probably didn't know it in the first place anyway. So there is the suggestion that if we want to pose as guests, we could conceivably give my name as, you know, Lady Neriam Oleander. It sounds fancy. It does. And say that I was coming with my retinue of servants sorry, to visit Lord Ralphus Morgane. And if he heard my name, I'd say it's probably evens as to whether he'd completely refuse to see me or get me in through the door as quickly as possible before anybody else realised. Which one is Morgane? Pointing at the the various flags I've drawn. Uh, Morgane is the one with the big golden wheat sheaf. Ah, I see. The golden what? Wheat sheaf. They owned the bit of the... When we were in the dream, uh, they owned Morgan Fields. Once once we get in there, I reckon we'll be all right, you see. I, I, th- I feel like if rich people are going to be in there, they're going to have all the security on the outside so they're not bothered while they're walking oh, around all the time. I don't think that's the case. Okay. I'll defer to your local knowledge. Yeah, no, there's going to be lots of... Listen, I've never been in there. But Florrie, my old boss, used to go in there. She's been in the house once or twice. And from what her description was, it's, yeah, it's crawling. So what, the rich people are just getting carded? No, no, no. But it's kind of, it's a it's a, a demonstration of your status. You know, how many people are wandering around in your livery. And it means that anybody who does get in, who's not meant to be there, gets chucked out fairly swiftly. If somebody, if it's if it's um, a matter of status, how many people are wearing your livery? Then if you've got a lot of people wearing your livery, people aren't going to look too closely, are they? No, that's also true. So we should find someone popular and steal their clothes. Well, we should just like at school. Get their guards. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Tara, I don't know what your school is like. <laughs> Sorry, that was a memory from someone else. The thing is, if we go in in a livery that exists and pretend to be part of someone's existing household, we're going to walk past someone else from in that livery who doesn't recognise us or says, oh, you shouldn't be on patrol, you get back in there. I reckon if we go in as me and my two servants from out of town to visit Ralph, that's our first... That sounds like an inn, yeah. But... Yeah. I don't know how to do the servant... I can practice. Well, I mean, maybe just don't talk too much. Can I not be your cousin of some kind? <laughs> your cousin? I'm going to have to look like me. Oh, yeah. I forgot uh, I forgot. I have horns and, and that. So you are going to be quite a bit taller than any cousin I am likely to have. That's true. Um, a non-biological <laughs> cousin. A cousin by marriage. Huh? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Nerium's been away for a while. Adopted cousin. I feel like having somebody as a... Uh, listen, a lady doesn't travel without at least one servant. So if you want to draw straws, that's fine. I can pretend to be your, your servant, Nary. All right, I'll do the servant. But I'm the... I don't know. I'm, I, I'll come up with some character or something. Make it fun. Whatever you need, Tarot. That's yeah. fine. Right. I guess... Are we going to steal a caravan or something? <laughs> or are we just going to walk in? We probably in? need to... St- we probably need to steal a chair, yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, cool. All right. Wait, why do we need a chair? Because well, I'm not going to be walking around on foot. Oh, no, we have to carry you. God. I don't weigh much. That's true. 
as you're saying this, Findex comes over and he has like a little like cotton bag and he puts it on the table and he says, Jara said to give you these to give to Peleth when you visit her. They're like like cookies like last night to give to her. Oh, well tell Jara thank you and I will look after those. They're, they're still in bed. Did they really make them, Findex, or did you? I help. You're a good, good lad. There's not corn here, so I didn't really know how it was going to bake. <laughs> but it did. I'm sure they're delicious. They're pretty good. You be out of character. Remind me, is the prison within the upper levels? No, prison's in the general area, not in the low lanes. Right. You're saying general populations in general population. Yeah. Yeah. Nicely put. Well, I suppose that's what we do next, isn't it? We go and visit Peleth in jail, and take her the cookies, and then at some point. We keep an eye out for the sort of chair that might have been left around the back of a fancy whorehouse or something. I mean, we probably also need some kind of outfit, right? Well, I presume we're just going to disguise self. Mind you, we only get an hour out of that, do we? Yeah. Not sure Tara can do that without the mask. What? What is What is uh, disguise self? What is that? A spell. Yeah, no. Just do things the proper way. Do it right or don't do it at all. So I always say. Oh, I know. I pull several art pieces from my bag. What? We could, <laughs> we could sell these and buy some servants' clothes. Yes. Yes. Right. Let's go and see if Aunt Hafez has got any money back. Do we want to do that first or do we want to do Peleth first? Can we do Peleth first? Fine, but I'll be grumpy about it. Well, that's. How am I going to tell the difference, Taro? Mean? <laughs> Okay, so the three of you make your way out of the Laughing Cat, you make your way out of the lower lanes and into sort of um, Hopewell proper, but not as proper as the upper levels. And it's it's a pretty nice city. You've had a little look at it before, uh, Nat, when you went to post the letter and Tara, you saw like bits of it as you were kind of doing your perimeter sweep off the upper level. But it's a pretty nice city. It's clearly quite modern built in this area you get the feeling that the expansion was quite rapid and quite lucrative and then it kind of dwindled into the lower lanes and that's really the areas of disrepair of disrepair disrepair and these are the kind of like you know pretty nice nothing wrong here pretty nice areas you pass by um this amazing looking building that is labeled the pump rooms that is um flocked with people you go through this uh square that i've forgotten the name of the sanatorium you make your way through the city it's pretty bustling it's about 9 a.m or so and you make your way up to this big building that is clearly a prison it is grim and stark and there is kind of like no windows and what windows there are are kind of tiny and and barred and you also know Narian from experience that there's quite a lot beneath the street so quite a lot of the prison is actually like subterranean rather than built up and as you approach the doors there are like these two doors that are that are open that is clearly there's people going in and out quite most of them are in guard outfits but you see a few civilians going in and out carrying you know bags and things like that and as you walk in you come into this kind of like a waiting room there's some benches and chairs and like a desk and behind it is um a guard with a kind of book a ledger who looks up the moment the three of you walk in and just kind of like watches you carefully doesn't say anything straight away oh we're we're here to visit one of the prisoners if we may i'll uh, take your names if that's all right please yeah uh my name's meredith burrows mm-hmm and uh you two natalie nightingale mm-hmm and you uh fontleroy pentaramir <laughs> good great great sorry just blew my levels all right <laughs> and uh this this um this guard like writes down the names and then holds out their hand and and they say and i'll have a have an item each collect it on your way out right yeah i will take out um a silver necklace with a gemstone pendant okay they take it and you see them tear off like uh, a little almost like a label and write your name on it and tie it to it and then put it um sort of beneath the desk it's not like a desk that you can see through it's like a counter more like it goes somewhere beneath the counter and they hold out their hand to you Natalia. I will put out an art piece. Okay. What does your art piece look like? What art piece are you handing over to this guard? It's a it's a, it's a small painting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they take it. A very small painting. 
Okay. It's a miniature. Okay. What's it a painting of, considering you got it from Atanas Manor, which is an alien city? <laughs> oh, it, it's a portrait of uh, Dexter. Oh, man. <laughs> the god looks at it. And like, you literally see them like look at it as if to like check that it's thing, and they kind of go, what the fuck is that? Oh, it's a uh, uh, new wave. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Gives me the fucking creeps, that. And then you see them write, like, you know, your name and put a little tag on it again. It goes underneath the counter and they hold their hand out to you. Fumpleroy? I guess I'll hand over one of the magic locks I have. Okay. Uh, they they take it and they go, oh, funny, nice joke. Right. <laughs> and then uh, write, your, <laughs> write your name, put it underneath the thing. And they point to a door and they say, have you been here? You've... You've been here before, right? What, prison? No, I've never been to prison. <laughs> no, none of us have ever been to a, this prison. Heavens to Betsy. <laughs> I thought you were visiting Pellet. God forbid. No, we are, yes. <laughs> we are, please. <laughs> Who's Betsy? Well, I've got, I don't know a heavens to, so. Uh, right, so you want to head through that door there, and you've got bag inspection there. Uh, you just speak to the gentleman, and he'll take you for your visit. Yes, thank you very much. Okay, you head towards the next door. Can I just say, we, we leave our stuff in the vault. Oh, Of the okay. laughing cat. Oh, Because, ah, yeah. you know, mm. there's some um, potent stuff in here. Jarrah will definitely let you do that, but they will let you know that they will be taking a, a, little, a little charge from your paycheck in the future for the service uh, when you have completed the job. They, they will take a small charge. As we walk towards the bag check, I turn to Nat and Tara and say... Thank goodness Jarrah gave us a full set of instructions as to what would be required to get into Pellet. They're very helpful. <laughs> it was very useful. Yep. Can you imagine if we'd come here completely unprepared? Uh-huh. So, you get your bags checked. I'm assuming none of you have brought anything you shouldn't have done. No, we're very good at this. I'm always giving you the option. Um, Nerium's got a hidden dagger or two, I'm assuming. I've got a hidden dagger. Yeah. <laughs> They're not doing pat-downs. Good. You, you know that also, like depending on like the prisoner that you're going to see and what level they're on there's probably like tighter security you get led through the prison it is as grim as a prison ever is and you get led to the floor that is uh two down from the ground level so basement two basically which is not like as far down as you can go but it's but it's like there's only maybe like another floor below it and so um, you are led to a kind of like long, dark corridor and there's the, you know, general kind of like sounds of movement from inside the cells and you are led to one at the very end and the guard who's with you like strikes a flint and lights a torch outside of the door and turns to you and says, you've got uh, 15 minutes and uh, you can come back the next day if you want any more. Thank you, good fellow. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And they walk 15, 20 foot away and then take a position, like, with their back against the wall. So you're you're in the periphery. They're not, like, staring right at you, but, like, they can see you. And as the three of you kind of look into the cell, you see this very, very beautiful elven woman. Um, and as she kind of, like, looks up and she sees you, she goes, Miriam! Miriam!